When the art day gets rough, you just gotta keep on punching. And here's your Thunder Punch Daily with Jersey Droz. Challenges is the next prompt for the Art Sound Off Challenge. Artsoundoff.com if you want to see all the prompts. And as I said in earlier Thunder Punch Dailies, I'm doing it this year um, sort of alongside of a bunch of my students who are in high school. And so I want to do a couple different things as I explore these reflections. Is One, I want to model the kind of thinking that I'm doing. Um, so doing a little bit of meta discussion as I unpack these ideas. But I also want to try to um, think about my perspective as best as I remember it from when I was their age, when I was 16, 17 years old. And what was my relationship with the word challenges? And I have a lot of sympathy for how hard leveling up feels at that age. I remember as a, at that age, I, I was definitely one of the kids who people identified as good illustrator, artist, drawer, whatever word you want to use for it. Um, I, think, I think at that time I would have rebelled against the word artist because I didn't feel really skilled in other media like oil painting, watercolor painting, um, sculpture, jewelry making. I did all that stuff in art class. And I think, I think to give myself a little bit of credit, I do think I enjoyed playing with them, but I think that I, I felt the skill deficit very keenly when I was doing that stuff. And so, but I knew that when I did cartoon drawing or comic book style drawing, I got a lot of positive reactions from my peers. So I definitely identified with that as the thing I was good at. And, and you know, when we did like the senior year mock awards or whatever, like I got, I tied for best artist with another illustrator in the class. So, I mean, th that was there, that energy was there around the idea of like, this gets positive reactions from people. People seem impressed by me when I do this kind of thing. I want more of that. And then also like I used the word identity. There was this whole, that, that time in your life is all about like figuring out who that, you know, you're building your ego, you're building your, your persona, the, the way in which you're going to engage with the outer world. And so identification is a, a really energized part of that exploration like who what identities are you going to you know align with now in terms of social identity I felt like I was a very part of the expression but like a fluid human being I mean I, I didn't have a group that I said well, I'm you know an athlete I only hang out with the athletes I mean that that clickiness stuff was there at the school I went to but uh I I Socially, I moved through a lot of different groups. I like I was friends with like the burnouts. I was friends with the jocks. I was friends with the band kids and the theater kids and the art kids and the D and D kids. I felt like I had a lot of spaces that I could feel relatively comfortable in. So that that bit of like identity building felt like it was a little bit more subtle and um, nebulous. But in terms of what I'm going to do in the world. Oh, well, I'm going to be a com comic book artist. That's the only thing that is worth exploring for me. I mean, it was, it really felt like it was at the expense of everything else. And, you know, I, I know I've told the other, the story in a lot of different places, but yeah, like even when I was on dates, 
uh, I would get dinged by the date, but because I was talking about Spider-Man too much, right? And not in the sense of like, oh, do you know about Spider-Man? I know all the details about Spider-Man. No, it was more like I was doing story analysis. Like, I think this is where David Michelinie's going with this story arc, but I'm not sure, you know? So it was nerdy, but in a, in a, in a, in a way where I was really identifying with the practitioner side of things. Uh, so what that means, that was a lot. To, and I only have like another 30 seconds left before I want to wrap this up. But it meant that like leveling up was hard because I was so identified with being good at it. And so stretching and reaching was something that felt very scary. And so when my students say to me, but I'm not good at this, Mr. Drozd. Like they say this all the time to me, but I'm not good at this. And I'm like, well, it's funny that you're in a, you're in a space where the whole purpose is for you to, to like try things you're not good at, you know, but at the same time I sympathize because I remember how hard that felt. But the thing that I would say in, in, in para, getting perilously close to saying it gets better kids, but it, it navigating that ambiguity actually becomes pleasurable. Like as, as an old man now, as somebody in my forties looking 50 in the face, it, it actually, when I get into that space where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like it does have like a different kind of electrical charge where I say like, I know, isn't this weird? Is this fun? We're in the weird space where things are going to open up for us. So that's a, a big way in which challenges feel different from when I was a kid to now. So with that, I will close. Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another Thunder Punch Daily. And until then, remember everybody. Today we learned about the value of trying, even when the odds are against you. Sometimes when people around us aren't playing by the rules or the job seems too big, it's easy to become discouraged. But that's when you really have to stick with it and keep trying, because that's how winners are born. So whether you're playing a game or doing your schoolwork, no matter how far behind you think you are, don't give up. Remember, you can't win if you don't try. See you next time.